everyone, I'm Lucas Mack and welcome to another episode of The Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. Boy, don't we need more of that right now? Treating people like people. Treating people in the same respect, allowing them to have their same opinions and beliefs that may be differing than yours, but simply by the fact that you have a opinion and belief, you respect the rights of all people to have opinions and beliefs. Wow, what a time in the world's history, in humanity's history. And that's why I'm so excited to bring today's guest on, Amy Ramsey. She's a writing coach. She's a communication coach. I've actually hired her to help me formulate some of my ideas and my writings. And and she's just an awesome person. And I'm so excited to bring this conversation specifically at this time to you. Amy, I'm so honored to have you join the Golden Rule Revolution. You are you are a communicator of wisdom. That's what you are. And everyone listening, my brothers and sisters worldwide, this precious soul, this powerful soul, this flame of fire that is on the podcast right now, please prepare your mind, heart, and your soul to objectively listen to what this conversation is about because this conversation is about empowering you to be the fullest version of you. And that said, thank you for joining. How are you? Oh my goodness, I'm excited. What did you just call me? A flame of fire? Ooh, a flame of I'm fire. Like, I, I've never been uh, described as that, and I like it. I'll take it. And I... Uh, I'm just really grateful to you and to be here and yeah, I'm excited to see where we go. And I do, I do hope it lights some people up in ways where they do feel empowered in their life. Same, same. So first of all, I'll give everyone context. You and I, we met at a, an emotional intelligence leadership training down in San Diego. You were staffing and I was going through breaking through utter darkness and um and we connected and we've had a, an amazing cool friendship loosely but really built it the past i would say 6 months a year or so um tell everyone what what's been your professional journey on how you've gotten to where you are today oh my <laughs> okay long story somewhat short I, the last corporate job I had was about eight years ago. I had, I mean, okay, if we back up from there, I have a communications degree. I have a master's degree. I was in, you know, communications, public relations, all the things. The last corporate job I had was really not aligned to my best. Mm -hmm. It was definitely one of those sitting behind a desk, you know, I, I care, I'm sometimes a little dramatic, okay, as my, <laughs> my mom would say, and I was sitting behind that desk and just in that space of, you know, my soul is dying, mm. and so I decided, you know what, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, I don't really know what it's going to look like, but I know that what's meant for me is not here, 
So I quit my state job with benefits. Everybody thought I was completely bananas. And I was doing writing, copywriting uh, for other people. I started my own business. I And then the business has had a lot of different uh, evolutions over the years. I was a business coach for a while. Um, and then most recently doing a lot of content coaching, copywriting. And really though, what I say when people say, what do you do? Now my response is I'm a writer and I help people communicate. Hmm. There's a well, lot of different ways we communicate, of course, but that's, well, I mean, that's really the, the crux of it. Well, everyone listening. So I, I've been putting a lot of content out for a very long time, but working, I've worked with Amy, I've hired you as a, a writing coach and it's been, it's been incredibly helpful for many, in many ways, but one of the biggest benefits of working with you has been to mirror up, mirror up um, contextually, like, what do I really want to say? And I've stepped into that and I've stepped through that. And um, you're incredibly powerful in what you do. And you're launching in the, this new course amidst all this chaos socially. I mean, forget the politics of it. What I'm, what I'm seeing right now, and everyone listening worldwide, brothers and sisters, listen, what we are observing, in addition to the governments and the medias and the, the, the establishment of any discipline, that narrative, what we're really observing is human beings really struggling to communicate clearly and in kindness and objectively and to listen, right? I mean, that is what that's we're, it. that's it. So tell, how did you come up with the course? What is the course you're working on? What are you seeing with, uh, with all this? Cause I know you're seeing a lot. Oh, Lucas, I have so much to say. Say it. <laughs> to me, that's exactly it. What we're seeing is communication breakdowns on every level. Hmm. From, you know, I live in California, so from the president to the person on my social media feed who's kind of yelling about whatever they're yelling about given that day's topic. Like there are just a lot of things around communication that I think people, what I was seeing was people being very, very passionate, love that. Yes, please. Like I, I love that people want to be engaged and involved and using their voice. And what I was seeing was people doing that in a way that they were not getting the results they wanted. Mm. So let's say they wanted people to see their point of view or, you know, you've got the people who want people to stay home. You've got the people who want people to be out there protesting, like whatever it may be. There's, you know, all these different things happening. And, but at the end of the day, what I was watching was people were really just talking at each other, Yes. you know, kind of yelling online, which is kind of a funny thing when you're on social media, but you know, right. when you can tell they're like using all energy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, you can feel the tone of it and it's, and I'm watching this and, and what I saw I said to myself, okay, so there's a lot of people that want to be speaking their truth, but they're not being heard. 
because the way they are speaking their truth, whatever their truth is, is in a way that they truly, no one can hear them the way that they're speaking it. Mm. That's what got me all started on this. Uh, I like to think of it as a project. It's very, uh, <laughs> it's in its own evolution. It's very raw. It's very real. Uh, because I don't want it to be like a typical online course. I even the opt-in page to get in is not fancy. There's a lot of text, uh, which we can talk about. One of the things you and I had talked about previously before uh, starting this was about how people's short attention spans don't yeah. don't allow for them to be speaking in a way that is creating connection, relating, sharing, understanding, and being heard. Right. So it's like even the opt-in page for this thing is not fancy. There's a lot of text because guess what? If you're going to actually be in communication with people and you want to speak your truth from a place of, I believe this is important and so I want to be heard, we have got to back it up here, people. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, like, like we've got to back up and see what's happening. And I just thought, you know, well, if people want to be speaking their truth, awesome. Let's do it. And clearly people need some support in doing it in a way. It's what I call practicing responsible communication. Yes. And responsible communication, conscious communication, hmm. um, kind communication i mean that is my number one thing lucas kind i there's a great quote i'm looking for i'll, I'll look for it but essentially it's an abraham lincoln quote and he said do i not destroy my enemies this is the quote i remember it. do i not destroy my enemies by making them my friends hmm if you want to destroy your enemy, do so with kindness and make them your friend. And, and I, what I'm disturbed about when I watch discourse right now on social media, we can't do discourse in person. So it's, it's all online or on phone calls, but majority online is a real truth that people don't really know what's going on. <laughs> and I don't mean just even now with the, the, you know, how many people could give a clear walkthrough of the American revolution to present day? How many people could talk about world war one to the Vietnam war, the Korean war could give the, we, there's such a lack of awareness of where we've come from. So then when people try to articulate where we are and where we should go, people are like, uh, 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 they get all stunted and then they get angry. And I don't think that anger is so much at someone else is so much as just this angry that they know somewhere deep down, they've been screwed over. You want to know what I think the anger is? Please. I think the anger is that they want to feel seen and heard hmm. and that in their life right now, whatever's going on personally or with them, they're not feeling that way. 
And so therefore, when they're going online and, you know, talking on social media, what's happening is it's basically a child screaming, see me, hear me, feel me, like, tell me, like, validate that within me. That's good. That's good. That's what I'm seeing. (laughs) How do we, how do then, and that's maybe the big thing question is then how do we empower people to feel seen and heard if you if say if i have a point to that i think is valid and worthy of sharing how do i share how are you teaching people to share in a way that the audience feels heard when when they're sharing okay this is I could talk about this hours on end. This is why I have the whole project. And of course, I want to at least give some some points here so yeah. people can walk away from this conversation thinking about a few things. One is we have to be able to step back and unhook from all of the emotions happening that would cause us to shoot off that rude comment on Facebook mm. or text, right? So there, there's a moment where we have to stop before communicating and say, what's my intention here? Like yeah. truly, what is my intention in sharing this? Because most of what's happening right now is just not communication, period. Mm. Like if communication is if you look up all of the definitions, I mean, this is where I take this thing way back to basics. Lucas. Yeah, like, yeah. If you look at the communications of, I mean, the definitions of communication, passing of information, sharing of information, understanding of information. Yes. So to me, what's happening online, that's not communication because you're not actually trying to have people understand or you're not sharing in a way. Think about the word sharing. Sharing is a very, like, here's a gift. Like, I'm sharing this with you. Like, think about the energy of sharing versus a lot of what's happening right now. It's completely different energies. And so the first thing would be to really really pause and say, okay, what's my intention right now? Yeah, yeah. There have been tons of times I have written, and we probably all do this, so many times I have written a reply or a comment in Facebook and then delete, delete, delete. delete. Like, <laughs> it all the time. It shows people responding, then it stops. And then it'll yeah, show them responding like, and then it stops. Yeah. Yeah. Really. yeah. And I'm like, nope, because mm-hmm. what's happening is I catch myself and I say, what's really my intention here? Am I trying to be right about something? Am I trying to just prove someone wrong? Mm. Am I, you know, like trying to, in some weird way, almost embarrass them because I see, and that's not who I want to be. That's not how I want to show up. That's not how I want to communicate. And we're all human. I got my moments. Yeah, totally. There's there's no perfect person, right? And I actually think that's a big piece of this too, is in order for us to speak our truth and to have productive conversations that are moving discourse forward, we have to be able to allow other people the space to be messy with it too. Yes. Yes. And now messy is not angry, rude, disrespectful. You can be kind and it can still be messy. Yes. That's, 
I'm going to take it into a place that probably no one's anticipating it going, but the word sin means to miss the mark. Now, religion has taken that, the, just the word that existed prior to a religious concept. It, Archer shoots at a, a target and he sinned by not hitting the bullseye. That's a sin. You missed the mark. Now, all of us in that regard, We've all, we're all capable of missing the mark. None of us are perfect on our communication at all times off the cuff. And that's the beauty of us. It's those that indict another for missing the mark as if the person who's doing the indicting has never missed the mark. That's the danger. That's where contention always arises. And Solomon, a wise, a wise man wrote only by pride or ego comes contention. So I took it there to say, I love it. Communication is always going to be messy because it's communication between human beings. And we are the only species on this planet that has the ability to articulate words and write them, draw them, speak them and get groups of people from all over the planet to understand conceptual ideas with just sounds that come out of our mouth, which is such an, a, a, a gift, a, a joy. Talk about sharing. We get to share the gift of our uniqueness. So how are you, how I mean, you've done a lot of emotional intelligence work, which is, I think, a huge key to being able to communicate. (laughs) If you haven't done the inner work, don't expect your outer voice to be (laughs) aligned to your soul. So how have you seen people do inner work and communicate clearly? And then where do you see when people don't do the inner work where they get hung up? Oh, this is juicy. (laughs) (laughs) I... (laughs) so first of all yes the emotional intelligence like i even said you have to you have to even have the ability to stop and pause that is emotional intelligence Mm. you know like the Mm. being able to stop and say okay wait what's my intention here like that is emotional intelligence and the speak your truth project i'm doing we talk a lot about communication, but there's an entire discussion in there on emotional intelligence for this reason. Mm. One of the big things to me around emotional intelligence is just a level of self-awareness. Like I know when I'm being a little, I don't know, do we cuss on here? Yeah, you um, whatever, snarky. <laughs> Maybe that's a PG word. <laughs> exactly, snarky. Like, I know when I'm being a little witchy. Let's yeah. go with that, yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. I know when it's from an ego place and not kindness and truth mm. because there is a level of me wanting to be right and wanting to prove mm. something. And mm. I think humans we have such a thing around feeling wrong and what happens when we realize we're wrong. And I'm actually doing some research about different sciencey things behind Mm -hmm. that and like why that is, because what I see a lot is people, first of all, being on an agenda, 
which is really the idea of I am coming into a conversation knowing exactly where I want it to go, what I want the outcome to be, and I'm not actually open-minded mm. or, or listening to you. So if I'm like, okay, Lucas and I had a fight and now we're going to talk about it. And I walk into that conversation having some sort of agenda or me proving myself right rather than Lucas is an amazing human being. He's important to me. I appreciate our relationship. The mm. relationship above me being right. That's good. That's good. I That's would be approaching that in two different ways. Hmm. You know, like if I approach it with like my relationship with you is important. And so let's approach whatever happened from that aspect in instead of, well, now Lucas wants to have a talk and I don't want to talk to him because I know I was right. And he's not getting what I'm saying and he's not hearing me and, 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 and hmm. all of these things, which basically just keep me being able to prove to myself I was right. Hmm. And we can be right, quote unquote, and be really alone at the end of the day. Really alone. And then the desire, then we can see if we originally, if the origin was to be seen and heard and known and loved and really, you know, seen and heard, we just want to be loved, just loved, loved, just want to be loved. We all want to be loved. And we lacked because we're born into this world from human beings and of human beings. And we are human beings. We will never experience that perfect love from each other. However, if we desire rightness over oneness, then we have separated ourselves because we're never going to agree. You and I don't have the same path. We didn't walk the same shoes. And I would never presume to put my experiences on you and say, submit to my my worldviews, but I love your worldviews. I love your perspective because it's a different facet of the diamond. It's a different color in the rainbow. It's not one color. There's many rainbows. That's why a rainbow is beautiful. It bends in this arc of many colors together. Mm -hmm. So that's how I've seen this unity desire fall apart when we can't even communicate with each other to have a oneness of, you know, the, the, the new age world wants oneness, wants, you know, this beauty and humanity. However, unless we listen to you and others and take courses and do the emotional work to learn how to communicate consciously, we're not going to get there. Or it's going to be a long time till we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really think, you know, how many people see your point of view just from you saying, hey, here's what I believe. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, no one. Yeah. Okay, Lucas. Sure. Got it. Right. I'm with you now. I right. understand you now. No. <laughs> right. Right. Like, no, it's. You know, and this kind of gets into 
Well, the entire right conversation is interesting too, because then people get into, well, but there is such thing as, you know, ethics and morals and yes, and I'm talking about all that in this project as well. So I just wanted to kind of put a pin in that because there are probably people listening right now thinking, yeah, but, you know, it's not right to be out protesting, for instance. Like, there are people who just, like, they, so they still kind of miss the, the message because they're still very attached to yeah. the, the, the moral high ground, if you will. And this is where the entire conversation of judgment comes in. Hmm. Because how could I ever understand your viewpoint if I'm sitting over here simply judging you for believing what you believe without getting curious? That's right. That's right. And the question, why, is the for, the purest form of, of curiosity and like, well, why? Truly, I, I wrote, so I have a book out called Everyone Has a Plan Until They Get Punched in the Face, How to Develop Your Story and Achieve Your Dreams. And what I talk about is content without context is a very dangerous thing because yeah. who, what, when, where only engage the mind and they're facts. But why is the only question that engages a heart and creates context to the content. And parents, I know as a father of three children, hear all the time why and not gonna lie it can be very frustrating when they ask why like a gazillion times and i have to pause take a breath and actually slow down so i can give them context because that is the purest need in our human existence is please provide me context to your content that's why i think learning history is so important because there's solomon wise dude wrote some sayings down. So I'm going to reference him again. He said, remove not the ancient landmarks, which your fathers have set before you. And then the question would be, well, why? Because if we don't know where we've come from, we have no bearing on where we go to. If we don't know where we've come from, then any direction, I guess, is as equal but if we've actually have context of where we've come from, how about, thank God we didn't live in Europe 80 years ago and have the wrong last name and bloodline? How about we are, you know, there's context. Mm -hmm. So where do you think the breakdown is? This is, this is really good. This is juicy. We'll get into it. Where do you think the breakdown is I'm talking about even like in the education system as, as children or as adults or where is the breakdown of learning healthy communication? Ooh, that is juicy. Is it the I home? think there's, I know, I think there's a big piece going back to emotional intelligence here and what it means to relate to other humans. Like, I kind of wonder if we even know how to relate to each other anymore, because I'm actually going to give you a really juicy tip, and you can let me know what you think about this. The, the whole question of why, if so it's one thing for kids, but if 
if you told me a viewpoint and I had what we would consider the opposite viewpoint and I felt very passionately about it and you know, I'm fired up and you're fired up. And I said to you, well, why would you be able to answer it or would it trigger you because it would trigger that thing in you? Like now you're having to defend yourself. Ooh. And that's probably, I mean, okay, first of all, I'm talking Maybe. to a very emotionally intelligent man. So I mean, no, let's but that's a great, but that's a really good question. Perhaps you would only get triggered. Tell me, tell me what you think of this. This, this is really good. Everyone listening. Thanks for listening on this. This is stay with us. Perhaps the triggering of feeling like you must defend it when, when asked the question why is actually, if we're honest, truly intellectually honest is the answer is we just don't know. And it's okay. How about give people permission that it's okay not to know? You might not know and it's okay not to know. And thanks for bringing it to our attention. And then the next step maybe should be, let's go look it up together and meet again to calm, common, come together in unity to communicate together to build relationship. (laughs) I love this so much. So perhaps that question of why must be taught as if you're triggered when someone asks you why, it's because you might not know and it's okay not to know. I think that's a really, really good point. And I think that gets back into that feeling of humans don't like to be wrong on any level. So if you've got someone asking you that, it brings up this defense mechanism. Now, again, I want people to have some tools, so I'll give them some tricks. I don't ask people why. I don't say, like, why did you do that? What I I say is, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. what had you do that? Yeah. Or I'm curious if you realized that when you did that, I interpreted it this way. Oh, that's good. So it's also not, and this is why emotional intelligence and teaching this at a young age is so important too, because it's not necessarily not asking why. It's also choosing communication and choosing words that's not inflammatory. And I learned that trick from, um, where did that come from? That was from the emotional intelligence training we took, but specifically from a guy named Michael Strasner. I have Mm -hmm. to give him props for that one. Shout out to Straz. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to the Strasner. Like he was the one that taught that about the communication that if you ask someone why it automatically hits their ego and it makes them defensive and so that's part of Mm. us us understanding how to relate and be in conversation with each other if i know that about humans that like 99 percent of us will be triggered just if i ask why i'm gonna choose another way to say it so that you and i can actually move the conversation forward. Right. Right. Not just That's being good. still stuck in ego. Okay. This this is what you just said is so important because what you do in when when you say I'm curious is you've you've stood with the person to look at the issue versus stood apart from the person to look at the issue. And that this 
Oh man, this is so good. Okay, so I'm dancing for people not so seeing us. Good. I'm dancing right now. <laughs> this is you've heard me do some lives and I talk about perhaps the enemy is the narrative that divides us. It's Amen. A person. Period. And I will say growing up in an absolutely horrifying, violent, scary environment. Even those people I still love as human beings. They're not safe, so I don't engage, but I don't not love them. When we separate ourselves from another person, that is where the danger is. We are, you don't see bears separating themselves and then getting, getting picked off by mountain lions. You don't see uh, birds like hanging out with the species hang together. Mm-hmm. Humans are a species and we should be hanging together. But there's influence and narrative and gains by some that inject this false narrative that we're divided. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're saying when, we, when you say I'm curious, it's standing with the person to look at the issue. That is so powerful. I heard this um, many years ago in the religious world, in, in Judaism and in Christianity. When we ask God to forgive us, we are not standing as oh, I'm sorry, great God, I'm here, you're there, I'm wrong, you're great. We actually stand with him to look at the thing we did and said, that, you're right, that wasn't good, that wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my B. You missed the mark. Yeah, I missed the mark. Hey, I lined to it, I, my bad, I want to do better next time. Yeah. It's, I'm so blown away, that, that is so powerful. I'm curious, so what did you say, how did you say this? Uh, I have, uh, I have several different ways of saying this and I include scripts in my project. I mean, this is what I mean. Like people think like, oh yeah, communication, but this is what I mean. Like, this is how powerful this stuff is. Right. So you want to think about, instead of just asking someone why you ask them in a form of a what. So it would be like, I'm curious, what had you do that? Or I'm curious. I mean, let's just say it, Trump is a huge uh, trigger, dividing and trigger point for people. Yeah, yeah. So if instead of asking someone, you know, hey, why'd you vote for Trump? You were like, hey, I'm curious. Yeah. What had you vote for him? I'm curious. Right. Doesn't that automatically feel a little less like I'm coming at you for right. voting for him and instead I'm curious? Because maybe you're seeing something I'm not. Yeah. Which, again. Takes humility, takes emotional intelligence, takes. So much. Oh my God. This is, I like, <laughs> I, this is actually my favorite podcast I've done in a long time, just talking. I love ideas. I love looking, dissecting, turning them, flipping them, sniffing them, hearing them. I read a book that um, 
years ago, and I encourage everyone listening to read this book. It's called Ideas Have Consequences. And why I like looking at ideas so much is if we acted out every single idea without thinking through the fullest extent of that idea, holy moly, like <laughs> that is why some people, I think, you know, we were talking before we started the podcast, like one person got triggered on something I posted and I was, I all, I believe we are one people. We are one human, beautiful origin species incredible incredible creators of ideas and architecture and engineering and science and music and art and books and oh so many beautiful things and there's been something that over time has eroded our own uniqueness away to communicate and to create together we should all be co-creating together on this earth awesome stuff. Absolutely. Beautiful things. Yeah. And yet this narrative of us versus, I mean, it's just so, it's, it's Amy, well, help me out. The, what are, how do we get out of this? I know. So when it, well, one of the things you were really asking is, you know, even down to our educational system, like what has gone wrong and before we started recording, I was telling you about how everything is so layered with this. So I am someone that I love social media. I think it's amazing. I, it's my job. It's my career to support people with using their voice on social media to get clients for their businesses. Um, I think social media is amazing. And... What I'm noticing lately is we have got to be aware of how we are letting certain technologies erode our humanness. Yes, yes, yes. So even the fact like there are certain things in marketing that I've never been that cool with or wanting to be like markety. So this idea of you have to create urgency, you have to create like false urgency for people. Yeah. Well, Lucas, I've always felt like if you, you know, if your dreams, as cheesy as that sounds, like if your dreams aren't urgent enough for you, I'm not going to create some false kind of something of like, oh, you got to get in my funnel in the next 24 hours. Like your yeah. dream should be the urgency. That's good. Your passion good. should be the urgency. So even like on Instagram, you know, all of the top, you know, gurus, marketers, whatever, yeah, yeah. will tell you, you know, oh, well, people have a short attention span. So, you know, you can't tell them to go click the link in your bio because they're already scrolling past. Guess what? If someone is not willing to take the extra two seconds to go click the link in my bio, like they're not my person. Yeah, that's so good. And that's so good. there's been this really funny thing that's happened where, We've almost, there's that, there's that phrase, we train people how to treat us. Yeah. And in the coaching industry in particular, like they have trained their audience how to, how to treat them and behave where free, you know, discovery sessions are the norm. Think about that. Would your lawyer give you free advice? Does your doctor give you free advice? Does your, like most of them know. Hmm. So 
Okay, that's like a whole nother tangent I could go on. But my point is like, we, we've lost this level of humanity. And I think there's a way, this is why I'm so passionate about, I really believe there's a way to practice responsible communication on social media and to have people kind of, kind of step back and snap out of this, you know, getting used to just scrolling fast. Um, Oh, oh, okay. So this is another big thing. We have become a culture of just unfriend me if you voted for Trump or whatever. Yeah. Think about what that's saying. That's literally saying, I don't care if we grew up together. I don't care if you were a bridesmaid in my wedding. If you voted for this guy, just unfriend me now. Like, think about what that is saying to people. And we've become this culture of we're so quick to unfriend, block, cancel, and I very much believe in boundaries. I very much believe in, you know, protecting your space and all that. Yeah. 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 But, but this idea of, well, I'll just like kick you out because of one thing. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? (laughs) There's people are angry people. There's an anger in when people are hurt, hurt people, hurt people. We know this. We know this is a fact because we can only give that which we have, which we are, which we be. So if we are angry because we've been hurt and we see people aligning to an image that we've been told is the embodiment of those that hurt us, be it an authoritarian male, typically it was the one who belted bare-assed innocent children. That is typically who is a so when you when that gets used as a weapon and told the the hurting these people are aligning with the person that hurts you that is the easiest and greatest deception and when the reality is this is why the reality is we need to heal the reality is when we heal that type of narrative is irrelevant. When we heal that type of who's in charge, and by the way, we have three equal branches of government, my dear friends that live in the United States of America. There is not a president more powerful than the Supreme Court. Now you could say, well, he had points. <laughs> we are not tied to a single person at the helm. We need to detach from this narrative of putting all our hopes and dreams and someone else coming to save us and make our world better. Mm. We must say, I will save me. I need to look inside me. I need to go back to the time that perhaps I was stripped naked, bent over and beat violently. Maybe I have to go back to the time that that man or woman touched me in ways that I'd never wanted. I never asked for. Maybe we have to, I know this is real talk, but maybe we have to go back to these things and heal those dark, dirty, disgusting, vile, vitriolic moments instead of lashing out at a person for them trying to solve their own world in their own perspective. And when we can do that, we actually elevate humanity. When I heal, we heal. Now we don't, heal immediately but 
I tell my wife and I tell my children, every time we have the choice to do right or wrong and we choose to do the right thing, to do a more loving, kind, good, generous thing, we put that on the scale of goodness. But when we take do selfish things, when we do evil and vitriolic and angry, and we put that on the scale of hurt, pain. And our job as humans is to tip the scale so it's all good. That's what we get to do. It's true. It's true. And this is where, you know, even conversations like freedom of speech, I think people are actually afraid of freedom of speech because... Mm. If I fight for the right for you to say what you want to say and speak your truth, that means I am also fighting for the right of someone who is maybe just straight up racist yeah. to say what they want to say. Yeah. I, it's, this stuff is so multi-layered mm -hmm. and that's why it does go back to this idea of healing because what we also know a lot around people who have stories of racism for instance just because i brought it up yeah yeah what we know about that is they were probably taught that yep. indoctrinated on some level from the beginning yes so guess what there's no healing in that family there's no healing in the lineage that's exactly right and I'm going to read it. Um, so the First Amendment, I had to read it the other day just to remind myself, like, what does it exactly say? The First Amendment says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. So when I thought of that, I thought, okay, this is why it's so important to bring all ideas forward and, and to bring all ideas because the racist rhetoric on the common sense level will get washed away from people. No, that's not right. Mm -hmm. But if you suppress that narrative, Joe Rogan did a really good podcast. I forget which episode, but he said, I, I'm scared that we keep banning, we being, I don't know, the left, liberal, he considers himself a liberal. And he says, when, when they keep banning people, they're driving narratives that they, now I don't, regardless, I'm not saying the people that are banned should be banned, but the point is valid. If you ban speech, mm -hmm. that speech will find other ways to come out, usually in secret meetings, secret societies, or other social media channels that then it becomes echo chambers or just that one narrative and people have no context of and another think narrative. How much, think about how much angrier oh, it becomes that's because it was suppressed. That's a great point. That's a great point. See how all of this stuff is so layered and it can feel, you know, it's one of the funny things about what I do is I can feel a little bit like simpleton, you know, being like, oh, responsible communication. But this conversation's great because it's showing people how layered this stuff is yes. and how much it really, really is something we need to be looking at because one of the big things I do think about is education. So when we talk about censorship and like right now is a great example, there's all of this going on where they're censoring things and they're saying, well, it's misinformation. Well, I feel like 
if we teach people critical thinking, if we educate people on subjects, if we give them, you know, both sides and allow them to figure it out, like you said, no one is going to feel in their heart of hearts racism is the best and highest, the healthiest good of mankind. Right, for like the human race. And so this idea of we can't have people out there saying this because it's misinformation, well, I'm not sure that's true. Like why not allow people to have a bit more of a voice and then educate people, including our younger generations, like we need to educate them on topics of health, of politics, of what yes. you're truly voting for. And that yes. gets into a whole nother yeah. can of worms. Podcast two, three, four, five, six, seven. Until right? we're done. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, but like you see where it's, it's this idea of we, we can't have this information out there because people may believe it. And that, you know, that for whatever reason isn't okay. Well, there, there's a lot. And this is why a lot of what I teach too is around being grounded and knowing what you consider good communication skills and practicing it, knowing your core values. Yeah. Like, and by the way, our core values, if we put, what are there like 7 billion people on the planet together? No one's core values are going to be like hate. Like right. that's, that's not going to be a core value. And so right. if we, if we look at that, it's like, oh, you know, right. We are on the same team. Like it, it all goes back to the same place, Lucas. Hmm. You're amazing. <laughs> You're amazing. You are. And, and I love discussing ideas. I love it. And you are helping people share their ideas. And so how can people find you, follow you, and sign up for this course? I love this. So you can follow me on Instagram at Amy Ramsey Writing. That's my handle. You can also on Facebook, feel free to look me up, Amy Ramsey. I post a lot of my stuff public. So you can follow me and we don't even have to necessarily be friends. Although... That sounds funny to say. <laughs> but yeah, but, you know what I mean. Yep, yep. You don't have to take that intrusive quote. Right. You feel it's intrusive. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean. Yep. Um, and then in terms of this project I'm doing, you can go to coachamyramsey.com slash speak your truth. And I'll put all these links in the show notes when we post and, and but yeah. yeah. And I would love to hear from people. Like, please do reach out. Uh, Instagram in particular, I'm on a lot, but I know not everybody's on Instagram. That's fine. But um, I would love to hear like, what did you get out of it? What conversations would you like to have? I, this project I'm doing, there's an entire like how to in terms of like what I was talking to you about, like, don't ask why ask, like, I'm curious. And like, there's an entire how to section. And then there is an entire section where I'm literally just talking about these topics like we've discussed without trying to give anyone any answers. I just want people to open up to the ideas and critical thinking and like, ooh, freedom of speech. And that's right. Like, how comfortable am I actually with freedom of speech? I have goosebumps. Okay. So 
so there's an entire section where I'm, I'm touching on a lot of what we've touched on here awesome. where, cause my whole thing is always, even with my clients, when I was teaching business, my whole thing has always been, don't just do what I say. Hmm. There is no one way. Right. Build your own alignment and truth filter so that anything you hear, whether it be from me, Lucas, someone who right. is, you That's know, exactly more right. like who hasn't done the work, who hasn't healed, like regardless, right. you have the filter so you can live from your heart space. Amen. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this, you're powerful. Thank you so much for coming on. I just love geeking out on stuff with you. I, that's how, what I always say is geeking out on things. I love ideas. Thank you so much for having me. I think, I think now more than ever, this is time for us to figure out how to really truly relate and communicate with each other. And I so appreciate you and the work you're doing. I'm so enrolled in you and your mission and what you're up to. I'm like, yes, done. <laughs> Ah, oh, sis, thank you. I love you. Thank you everyone so much for listening and watching. If you watched on YouTube, guys, you are not wrong. If you have a differing viewpoint, I just want you to know that. And wherever you are, if you don't, when we don't come from a place of love and love for all mankind, love for all life, love for people, we have no other choice but to come from fear and fear is a liar and fear makes us live in the future not and and lives in the future and strips away our power to live in the present and one of the great lines from a movie i love is william wallace in the movie braveheart says all men die but not all men truly live and i want you to live fully my brothers and sisters i want you to live a life that you can look back on the end of days and say, I am proud of that life. I loved people. I stood for people. I stood for all peoples that I didn't look for an alignment on a, or agreement on beliefs, but I simply love the fact that we have beliefs. And so I stood for all. That's what this podcast is about. The golden rule revolution. And truly it has never been, never, ever, ever been in my lifetime more revolutionary to treat people like people, to do unto others as you would have them do unto you and to not do that which you deem hateful unto another. For this is the whole meaning of living the golden rule in this world. My name is Lucas Mack. Thank you so much. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. I'm excited. I'm going to be launching a course very soon, um, how to navigate the dark night of the soul and really heal from pain and trauma and so that you can live in freedom. That's what it's about, living in freedom for your vision to come to fruition. My name is Lucas Mack. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Golden Rule Revolution, where inspiration and purpose come from treating people like people and nothing less. I'll talk to you on the next episode.